Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Hacker Culture Podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Swab. You can find me all over the internet at J.R. Swab. Even my website is jrswab.com. My main microblogging platform of choice is Mastodon. My handle there is jrswab at mastodon.xyz. I'm also um, everywhere else, so if you don't prefer... If you don't prefer that, you can find me on Twitter too, but I don't really use Twitter that much. I just kind of post I my blog posts there. Same with Mastodon, but I'm a little, I'm a little more active on Mastodon and then, uh, engage more there than I do on Twitter. And uh, yeah, but my main place you can find me is my is my uh, my blog. So today, in this episode of the Hacker Culture Podcast, we're talking about DNS, how it leaks um, metadata whenever you are surfing the web. So we... Pr- previously talked about VPNs not being enough just to be purely private. Um, it's a good way to you know mask some traffic. But as I was recording that and writing that for my blog, I uh, started thinking about this. And I know that DNS is a problem because I mentioned that in that post and I mentioned it in that podcast. And with... DNS. So how this works is whenever you are in your web browser and you ask for somewebsite.com, it goes to some place, a server, to find out what IP address that is. You could type the IP address indirectly, and I think you would skip the DNS server altogether, um, but who wants to remember all those numbers anyway? Um, so most of the time, this is defaulted on your router to be whatever your ISP wants it to be. And we know we can't trust ISPs um, because some of them have been known to manipulate data and also uh, sell the data that they get to, I guess, the highest bidder who wants to buy the information off of you. So they know who you are because you pay them money every month for the, for the for the service. So they say this account keeps connecting to these, you know, these. they keep asking for these websites. So even if, you want, even if your inf- information is encrypted, even if you're going through a VPN, your inform- you, that information is still available. So they still know where you're going what you're, uh, and potentially what you're doing. Um, and they can still use that information to sell, um, I guess, advertisers, researchers, whatever, this data um, about you. And so this also contributes to being uh, uh, ads being targeted to you across the web. <clears throat> and um, this kind of this is terrible, actually. Um, I don't pay my ISP to, to like track me. I pay them to give me internet service, um, internet service as in like the outer internet, the greater worldwide web. Um, a solution to this is mesh networking, which I'm starting to spin up here in my house. Actually, uh, there. There's a mesh network in my in, in the closest city to me, um, but I'm not that close to that city, <laughs> so yeah, I'm the only one here. But I'm gonna set up a mesh network. I'm gonna have like a open Wi-Fi. I'm gonna have a little, own little web server on there and everything, and uh, see where it goes. I won't tie it into my ISP because I don't need people like surfing the web on my on my uh, on my dime. Um, but I do want to kind of get that rolling because if we have enough of those and enough people hosting content on a mesh network um, we won't won't be as uh, reliant on ISPs but that's not going to happen for a while um, but there are people that are out there doing that and I'm pretty sure we talked about this in the past as well um, <clears throat> excuse me 
the collection of this data uh, is all because of DNS, right? Like you, like I said, you request some site.com and your ISP finds it for you. You can change these though. Um, this is, these settings are in your router. If you're using a default router from from a company that uh, you buy internet access from, you will have to find find out what it is, uh, where the settings are. But it's, everyone tends to have it. I know the router I have does have it in an option, but it's kind of hard to find. So let's dig around. I had to go into like some weird like setting somewhere for like this is the connection of my internet to my router, and then I go there and I. Like, go to like more settings and I had to go like scroll on the page a bunch and then find it. It's a pain. <laughs> but I found it and I've I've uh, been doing this for a while actually. The the first the first DNS provider I used the, that wasn't a default. This was years ago actually. Um was Open DNS. And so this this is I don't know fairly popular. They recently were bought out by a company so, you know, do keep that in mind. Uh, Cisco now owns it. So if you trust Cisco, then go for it. They, um, OpenDNS has multiple types of domain of DNS servers you can, you can set up or you can add to your router in replace of your ISPs. They have one for families, which will block, like, porn, essentially, and some other things that um, I get, families don't want their children to be seeing. Then there's just a typical home one, which is just the free, also a free service. Just... Um, it has you can customize what it filters and it has some you know some protections built into it. And they also have um, a paid home version and a small business version. So these things are nice. Um, so on this chart here, I'm looking at this chart. The the uh, default free home version um, it does say that it does advertise as faster than than a typical ISPs would be. Um, you can impose parental controls um, to protect devices that are on the network that you have. You can customize these filtering as well, and um, you can have email support. Now, if you pay for the home version, you get some more stuff. Like you can, um, you can like retain a log of your of your internet stats over the past year, which I don't particularly know why I would need that. But you know, if you, if you want that, there it is. <laughs> um, and you can also restrict internet access to specific whitelisted domains um, for a more locked down environment. So if you are Say you're in your home and you don't want uh, people that are in your home network accessing Facebook.com. If you pay for their paid version, you can block it. Uh, so there's a there's a good option there for you as well. Uh, that's the first one I use. I just use the uh, the home free one. It does it does a little bit faster. It speeds up a little bit, and it's, uh, it's pretty well done. What I was using after that uh, was a a service called OpenNIC. NIC. This is open OpenNIC.org. And this is very similar to the other one, except for this one is uh, like an open source democratic version of the of the one I just mentioned. And so this is a little bit more uh, freedom respecting, in my opinion. Like it's not it's not a company saying that well you can't access this stuff. I don't want you to. They have their own uh, top level, top level domains too, so you can have like a .dot gopher domain, which is cool if you're into like Go .dot geek and stuff. You can actually pot, you can actually buy domains from them. Um, they support peer networks like PeerCoin, EmberCoin, um, New Nations, uh, which is a TDL for emerging countries. 
And they, the, everything is supported from this through donations. So there's no paid version. Everything is 100% free. You can see their GitHub account as well at OpenNIC. So when you go here, you can click Find Out More. I believe this is where this information is. And it takes you to their wiki, which is wiki.openNIC.org slash start. And you can go to, um, there is a list somewhere. Yes, here's a list of uh, their their services. So there's tier one services, tier one servers, which is the ones that are the ones that I guess the uh, this nonprofit owns. I assume this is a nonprofit, but they all have this opennick.glue address. And they have IPv4 addresses, IPv6 addresses, and you also they also tell you like you know does this one does this uh, host name does it anonymize your logs? Does it keep logs? Does it encrypt things is the DNS encrypted which is a relatively newer thing I believe you can encrypt DNS requests which is even better in my opinion uh, than just using you know typical DNS but that's their that's their tier one which is basically you know ones that uh, I, I believe open Nick themselves but be it a nonprofit or what uh, does control and there's tier two which is basically the democratic version I guess it's just like anybody who makes it could just put their stuff here right um, so you can go through here. So this is on servers.openNIC.org. You can scroll through and you can see like who's online, who's offline, who's who's failing, and you can look for the ones like who's close to you, right? Um, so some of these have the locations in their name. Actually, most of them do. So this one says ns4.tx.us, which is a Texas one. Um, and so you can search through like, okay, well, I want, I want no logs. I want the DNS to be encrypted. And so you know, here's one right here. This. Um, ns3.vic.au.dns that one uh, is working it says it passed it's not down it didn't fail it's not offline and they have IPv IPv4 addresses IPv6 addresses and what's cool about this though they have host names right and these host names uh, I believe you can use this in the new Android update for Android in Android P there is an option under under like Wi-Fi net network settings which says private DNS you have to you have to put in a an actual like host name like a, like a domain name because Android needs to resolve whether it's IPv4 or IPv, IPv6 depending on your network, and uh, so you can put this in there this host name that's on servers.openic.org and you could essentially route all of your traffic on your Android device through a different DNS, which I am actually testing right now with another service, and this service is uh, came out this past year. This is offered by Cloudflare. And it is their 1.1.1 service. And their slogan is, you're one step away from browsing faster and more private. Like, okay, that's cool. Um, a little bit worried about using this. Uh, like, I wanted to test it. I was like, yeah, I know Cloudflare is fast. It's real fast. Um, but I know, but there's also that instance in the past where they have, you know, kicked off, you know, what is that guy? The, the, the Daily Stormer. They just booted them off their, off their platform. Um, essentially making its website inaccessible. Um, and I was like, that's kind of alarming because yeah, even though like no one, like we, that is like a, a neo-Nazi based site. Apparently I'd never been there to say people's words for it. Um, it's a, it's a bad precedence. Um, so I was a little worried about that, but upon some research though, I came across this article on wired.com, which uh, I'm going to read this paragraph here for you. Cause this is, this gave me a little bit more a sense of like, okay, maybe I can trust them. Um, we'll see where it goes, but it says here, and I quote, Cloudflare, which protects websites from denial of service attacks, is best known for dropping neo-Nazi website, the Daily Stormer, as a customer, effectively exiling the Stormer off the internet, uh, from the internet, sorry. 
following the white supremacist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia in August 2017. Immediately, though, which I did not know this part, immediately, though, Cloudflare CEO Matthew Prince said he regretted his decision and would in the future not attribute acceptable speech. Uh, attribute acceptable speech. Here's a quote from him, uh, the CEO of Cloudflare. He says, literally, I woke up in a bad mood and decided someone shouldn't be allowed on the internet. No one should have that power. So that's what he said. So I'm like, okay, that's like, at least they know that. Uh, he, he said that, so that kind of reassuring to me. Not that I think that neo-Nazis should be allowed on the internet. Like, that's I think it's a stupid mindset. But at the same time, it's like, where does that, where does that line end, right? Like, what if they start knocking off people that are like, I don't know, the, the Pope's website? You know, like, is that, is that, something, is that a legitimate reason to kick somebody off the internet? Like, I don't know. Um, it goes on to say, now, um, in one of the first tests uh, approach, Cloudflare is among the few web uh, firms con- continuing to su- provide service to Gab.com. So, Gab.ai. So, this is actually pretty interesting. Um, that they are actually, in, so they're actually supporting Gab.ai after apparently somebody who, um, that shooting in Pittsburgh, um, in the Jewish synagogue, apparently the guy was on, on Gab saying anti-Semitic things and Gab, Gab didn't kick him off. Um, and people have been fighting back against Gab for that. And, um, apparently Gab uses Cloudflare and Cloudflare is saying, no, we're not going to kick them off Cloudflare, um. Which is smart, because it wasn't the platform Gab, or the guy who owns it, or any of those people saying those things. It was the one guy who shot up the synagogue, and it also wasn't... Even if they kicked him off of that platform for saying those things, that would not have stopped him from doing what he did anyway. Um, so I think this is a good it's a good precedence they're setting. So uh, do keep in mind, if you want to use Cloudflare's DNS, it is fast. They are uh, in supporting the, the uh, DNS over... TLS, uh, like security and S uh, requests, so it's encrypted. So, no, so even if someone's snooping on your traffic, they don't know what you're requesting because it'll be encrypted as well. They're supporting that. Uh, and so it's really interesting. I'm using this right now on my services. This is my default DNS for my routers and my Android device and anything like any other place I can actually change it. Uh, this, is what this is what I'm using. And it works really well. It's pretty, it's fast, it's reliable. Um, I do notice though on Android on the Android uh, settings it does make apps act a little finicky sometimes. So what I notice is when I change my DNS settings in Android, I went when I open up a new application that hasn't been opened on that since before I changed it, it like doesn't want to work. The apps are just like I don't know what to do, and it's kind of weird. Uh, but it doesn't eventually just like find itself. So keep that in mind. I don't think that is Cloudflare itself, but I think it's the Android setting, uh, the, that option. I think that's what's causing the issues on the Android device. So keep that in mind. The reason I like this is because prior to that, prior to realizing this, this setting existed, I was testing out Cloudflare's app for this. They have an app called 1.1.1. Uh, maybe it's 1 to the 4th power. I think that's what it's called on the Android store. Anyway. Um, they have an app on the Android store which you can set it up so that it will act as your DNS, but it uses the the uh, Android VPN service, uh, that like feature. And so if you want to connect to both a VPN, say that like you're using Mulvad like myself, you want to use Mulvad to encrypt all traffic just in case anything is not HTTPS, and you want to use 
a new a different DNS. You can't do them at the same time with that when you had that app being used. You can't use both apps on VPN. There's only one VPN at a time. And so when I found that. I said that's super sweet. And I turned I got rid of the app because I didn't need it anymore. And I put it the the uh, host name into that setting. So now I can use my my uh, VPN and this DNS resolver for even more uh, privacy and uh, I'm browsing the web on my Android device. Um, it's been it's been interesting, uh, and this whole idea though, because of this, I've been thinking about: Do we even really need VPNs um, as like a way to be private? Because uh, honestly, like we know, we, everyone knows like VPNs aren't really private. It's only private until you get to your VPN provider, and then they can do whatever they want with your data. But the main reason for using it is to encrypt and is to encrypt web traffic between you and the site you're using. Right, and so if using that doesn't block people from snooping on where you're going, and you're using an, an, a different DNS server, and you're encrypting that traffic through an encrypted DNS provider, then do we really need VPNs? Because most of the web content we go to is served over TLS HTTPS, and so that's all encrypted anyway. So do we? Do we the only, the only benefit is that they won't see the IP addresses. So if you are on a network, they could see your IP address. Like, okay, he's he requested this. I didn't know what he requested because I'm not using his DNS or he's not using my DNS. But these are the IP addresses that are being sent back. So that's the only information. Uh, the only reason why I would use a VPN still is to even cover that other other meta, metadata from the ISP or from the coffee shop you're listening to this in or whatever. Um, it's like an extra layer of security, so you use the VPN to to like mask the IP addresses that you're using that you're accessing over the web, and you use an encrypted DNS to then mask what you're requesting through the VPN, right? Because if you're not using the VPN, or if you're not using an encrypted uh, uh, a custom DNS, you could be requesting your ISP's DNS to serve up that information before you go through the VPN, and uh, that defeats the purpose, right? So if you want to use it on Android um, for Cloudflare, it's literally one then the word dot, and you do that so it's like one dot one dot one dot Cloudflare dot uh, dot Cloudflare dash DNS dot com. Um, it works pretty well. Uh, I'm pretty much I'm happy with it for now. We'll see where it goes. I may go back to OpenNIC uh, and use one of their encrypted services because they have a bunch on here that uh, that use DNS script, which is the encrypted DNS. And are there any in the United States that do this? Let me see. What's this one? Uh, NL. Sponsored by phillymesh.net. So yeah, there's one in Philadelphia um, that seems to have the be encrypted. That's the only one I can see. That seems, there's one in France. There's one in uh, Germany. Two in Germany. A couple in Canada. Some in Australia. And there's like this NE.DNS. I don't know what that's about. I think that's from OpenGlue themselves. So... Uh, or open neck themselves, so yeah, and you can go, you can go on these servers, and you can see like exactly what they're doing. But uh, I might, I might try this instead to see if it's, to see if it is the Cloudflare DNS that's making my app goof up on my Android device, or if it's just decided, or if it's just the option to be even using that in the first place on Android. Um, yeah, this is this is interesting. To, uh, I'm really excited about this. It's like a been really much pondering this whole DNS thing. And the only reason, I, like I said before, the only reason I can really even think about using the VPN is just to even hide, even hide the IP addresses that you're requesting encrypted information from. Um, 
But you keep in mind that when you do that, you still push to uh, push it down the road so that your your VPN provider can still see what you're accessing through the IP addresses, even if they don't know what you're requesting, because um, they they don't have like a DNS provider and you're just using somebody else's DNS provider, or whatever. Um, so yeah, let me know what you guys think. I'm interested in to hear your opinions on, your opinions on this because uh, it's quite interesting, especially with encrypted DNS, which I didn't even didn't like come across it until like last week. I was like, oh, this is actually a thing. Awesome. So you might think I'm a noob, <laughs> a noob or whatever, and that's okay. Um, if you want to talk to me again, hit me up at uh, jrswab at mastodon.xyz, or you can message me on XMPP. You can send me jrswab at kode.im if you want to have a direct message with me. I'm also, I have email services set up if you guys want emails for my for my uh, blog, blog blog posts. I have a LibrePay account if you want to uh, support this, this show and my blog or... It's only like one place for everything I do, and if you you know just want to have a, a little passive passive help, there's an Amazon link on my blog. Uh, if you use that link to buy things on Amazon, um, Amazon will give me a a cut of their profit at no extra cost to you. So thank you so much for listening. Appreciate your time, and I hope to see you again next week. Peace.